0: Previously on A Gay and a Non-Gay. And yet I'm here like pouring my heart out constantly. And I'm actually really sad. I'm so sorry I'm having a breakdown. What is wrong with me? But I, I can't. It's so hard, Dan. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Again, a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Whether you identify as gay or non-gay, you'll totes be offended by this.
1: Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is A Gay and A Non-Gay. We've been together at this point for three hours before we even started recording this podcast. Is that, are you joking? Oh
0: my God, we have. Time flies
1: when you're not having fun.
0: Welcome to A Gay and A Non-Gay. it's time for our second Patreon shout out Um, we want to say a huge thank you to those of you that have supported our podcast our little independent podcast um, at gaynongay.com slash donate
1: take it away Dan so in the last month we've had donations from Andrew David Cortese Tom Lopez Scott Wallace Catherine McRae Cherry Ellis Ariel WTY uh, Maria Toms Caroline McShane Nick Vivas Daniel Revel Wiseman Selena and my first ever Patreon boyfriend.
0: Woo! Uh, shout out to Keith Meyer who has signed up to the James's
1: boyfriend tier. Yes, he has. What does he get for that? Remind I me. I don't remember. <laughs> well, I mean, he's your boyfriend.
0: I, we haven't actually spoken yet. <laughs> he sent me an email <laughs> after listening to our episode called "That Boy Is a Bottom." I don't know if that's Classic why. Episode. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's why he decided to donate. <laughs> quite possibly maybe he's the top anyway thank you Keith um, he emailed saying I signed up to be James's boyfriend I'm taking it literally I really miss you babe have a great day and if you could pick up milk on the way home that would be great <laughs>
1: <laughs> what happens if someone else pledges to be your boyfriend I'll have two fair enough
0: <laughs> get on gay.com slash donate we're very polyamorous
1: about the Patreon situation guys we're very polyamorous that means open to everyone. Yes, sir, thanks for that. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at any time. We are us at gayandongay.com. Uh, quite a bit of feedback on the episode we did two weeks ago where me and James um, went to see the film Love, Simon and then immediately recorded an episode afterwards. So that's not a good idea, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know if we would do that again. I. <laughs> so you mean go to the cinema or trigger me? Uh, we'll See like an emo film and then uh, do an episode. God, I just,
0: I, I haven't listened to that episode. I haven't. And I've received loads of messages from people who've been very sweet and said stuff like, you know, you don't need to continue with the podcast if it's hurting you too much. And other people have said um, really nice things. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But like, basically, I've found it really difficult to read those messages and reply because I think I'm having a pretty difficult time. So sorry about crying.
1: But... uh I'm all good I was just going to say that I also got a lot of uh, messages from people thanks a lot for sending them in Why did uh, you get... felt sorry for me what? <laughs> because what I was trapped in a room with you and you started crying and then what? started then started getting annoyed because I didn't I didn't have anything to say which is legitimate yeah but I can't I'm not like I'm not Frasier so I do um, <laughs> much, as, much as I wish I was <laughs> so that you could live in Seattle <laughs> hey. I cannot believe you received messages
0: from people saying they felt sorry for you yeah no
1: I did are so a you they felt sorry for you not as
0: many as you that's got discount. but i forgot how do you know i didn't count that's gross because well, i got two i think i can't believe
1: someone could listen to that episode and feel sorry for you well they do steve threw it in thanks steve uh steve wardlaw dan had a bit of a bad time on last week's episodes talk about it being awkward when people cry in front of you it's true I'm just only, saying. Only for someone that has
0: trouble accessing their empathy and emotion. By the way, I'm not okay with you using a clip of me crying in the previously. That is not okay. Well,
1: you can always edit the podcast yourself, Jim. No,
0: because that's like massive clickbait. That's like taking the piss out of something that was actually awful. You know, I didn't even promote that episode when it dropped because I was so... I guess, embarrassed by myself. But then for someone to tweet in, a couple of people to tweet in and say they felt sorry for you. (laughs) What? That's awful.
1: Why would, why did you feel sorry for Dan? Because I was crying. I I think they felt sorry because I, I don't always have all the answers. Do you know what I mean? So I didn't necessarily... You're my friend! Yeah, and that's all well and good, and I can provide friendship and other services as and when required. Wow, can you? No, not not that kind of stuff. (laughs) Thanks for letting me know, Dan. I have been feeling a bit horny lately. (laughs) But uh, I think people are just saying that, like, I don't necessarily have all the answers to everything on cue, so that's why they feel sorry for me.
0: A gay and a non-gay. Two unlikely friends
1: take on the world. I had another message from Lucas Oswald on Twitter. Uh, he went into my DMs and said, Hi Dan, big fan of the podcast. It would be really interesting to hear you guys talk about perceptions of bisexuality. I am openly bi and I've dated men and women, but feel pretty alienated and shunned by the gay community. I actually learn a great deal about that side of my life from your podcast, for which I am very grateful, because the gay community feels inaccessible to me, even though I want to be part of it. All of James's insights have really helped me in this regard, but I actually associate much more with you and your personality and lifestyle. Thanks Lucas I'm really sorry about that Lucas I'm Any, so sorry for you Thanks so much for all your insights It would be great to hear your commentary um, I'm not sure Which is worse Him feeling shunned by the gay community Or, fe- or
0: feeling like he relates much more to you <laughs> <laughs> Not funny, not funny Lucas, I don't know what to say to you But uh, are you single? But that would mean you're basically dating a version of me Or someone very similar oh, to man, me god, okay, sorry Lucas You're not for me <laughs>
1: You're shunning him again Oh no I'm not
0: shunning him No I would totally date A bisexual man Well yeah I nearly added And woman But that wouldn't make sense But I would totally date A bisexual man I don't know why you wouldn't And I don't know why I need to dig into that And find out why Bisexual people feel shunned By the gay community Or the LGBT community Because that's terrible I think for a long time Did you ever hear this joke um, People used to say My friend used to say this to me When I was younger My gay friend Rick He would be like Oh bye now Gay later so Dan Savage
1: wrote something like back in the day because you know he just likes to cause trouble. Yeah, and sometimes he, he's causing trouble in the right places and sometimes in the wrong. Yeah, and he used to have this whole thing that yeah, by now gay later, and he didn't think that bisexuality was actually a thing, and uh, many gay people were using it as cover for being gay or like a transitioning process, so right. that, yeah, to make it easier for them and for other people around them. But he's now like. He's done a 180 on that. I mean, Tom Daly did that when he came out, almost. He said, I still like girls,
0: kind of inferring that he might be bisexual. Right. Um, And I don't know if Tom actually ever picked up on that again whether he is bisexual or not but obviously now he's married to dustin lance black so and they're having a child which is amazing Hey, oh, really um so yeah i don't know where tom is on that but it's certainly something that i think people have done and as a byproduct of that excuse the pun it's, had <laughs> a, an, it's a good pun i didn't mean it to be it's had an adverse <laughs> effect on the bisexual community because it's made them feel like they're not visible but you are visible. Yeah. And it's amazing. I'm so jealous that you're able to be that free and just fall in love with a person.
1: Yeah. They're not constrained by anything.
0: After last week's episode of a gay and a non-gay and a trans, I really feel like we should do a gay and a non-gay and a bisexual. So if anyone has any fave bisexuals out there, do get in touch and let us know who we should hit up for an interview because it would be amazing to chat to them. This is so weird. <laughs> this is genuinely weird. But I'm, genuinely, I'm asking a question because I think it would be really awesome. You know, the other thing as well, actually, is that I can't even think of a high-profile bisexual person to even have this conversation with. I think Michael Stipe is. Who's that? From R.E.M. Can we get him on the podcast? (laughs) I mean, I don't.
1: Are they big? Is that a joke? Ah, mmm.
0: The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
1: No, I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, it wasn't, was it? Are they still big? Yeah, because the split-ups are even bigger than they were. What do you mean by that? Because when bands split up, they big bands split up, they get even bigger. Like if REM reformed, it would be enormous because they haven't been around for a year. But
0: they haven't reformed so he might
1: just be sitting on his ass not doing anything. We're talking about someone who's incredibly famous. One of the most famous one of the biggest bands in the world ever. So the, no, they're not going to come on this podcast. I don't want all of them. I just want him. <laughs> yeah, any of them. Here we go. On a sliding scale of sexuality, Michael Stipe would place himself around 80 to 20, but he definitely prefers men to women. Um, and I had he's se-
0: also just said there, he hates the term bisexual, reading above your shoulder. God, that's awful. Why would you hate? that? There's a lot to
1: go in on here. <clears throat> it just feels like another label, says Stipe.
0: Well, get with it, Michael. I'm so bored of people that are fed up of being labelled. Like, <laughs> no, it's just so annoying. It's actually really annoying me, because we get comments all the time, why do you label yourselves a gay and a non-gay? And to me, that comment comes from such a privileged background, and amazing that there are gay people walking around there outside in the real world somewhere <laughs> that feel that privileged. They think there's no need for a bloody rainbow flag. I've heard people say, why do we have a rainbow flag? Gay people actually say, why do we have gay pride anymore? What planet are you on that you don't realise gay people People are being murdered in Chechnya and thrown off buildings in Iraq. Like, you might live in a really happy fucking bubble, but other people don't. So it's important you stand up and you say who you fucking are. Oh, my God, I just had a massive (laughs) rant. But Michael Stipe needs to do the same thing. Yes, you're bisexual, if you're bisexual. Take the bloody label, own it, shout about it, so the whole world can feel way more accepted. Where are you at with this? Uh you're
1: disrespecting one of the one of the greatest oh, for bands sake. ever, firstly. This <laughs> is so just just for the record. <laughs> just in case this does reach stipe HQ. No, but he I can see where he's coming from. He's he's basically saying, like, you've come up with that term, I haven't come up with that term. Why did why the do... Fine. That's okay. But the problem is there are other people out there that, I mean, even... He's, if, he's still putting himself in the in the LGBT... I'm not, it's, it's not that. It's more community, just Community, like, isn't he? Yeah, he's, but not, he's, not, he's, not, he's not completely mugging that off. He's just saying, you've come up with this term. I don't think it necessarily represents me. So why do I have to... Because coming back to Lucas's
0: tweet, who said that he feels shunned by the gay community. He doesn't feel accepted as a bisexual person. Because people like Stipe, or whatever his bloody name is, are walking around going, I don't like that term, uh, we shouldn't have that. And gay people are walking around going, well, it's all fine now, isn't it? It's all great. We don't need this.
1: But he's not. Michael Stipe isn't doing that. He's not going around saying, it's fine, we don't need this.
0: So what should Lucas do then? Should Lucas be either gay or straight when he's dating a girl or a boy? Because he could easily just do that. He could be like, oh, I'm gay right now, I'm dating a guy. Or I'm straight right now, I'm dating a girl. He just doesn't like the labelling. Anyway, you were the one that labelled him first. So if he's got a problem with anyone, it'll be you signed up R.E.M. fan. Everyone's an
1: R.E.M. fan. Everybody. Everybody hurts. Talking of rock bands. Um, Why do you always have to try and talk about rock music? Well, it's not my only outlet. No, it's because you're labelling yourself. In fact,
0: I shouldn't stop you from labelling yourself as a rock music fan because I'm now going against everything I've just ranted about.
1: You know what, Dan? You should be visible. Talking of rock music. Is a minority too. Why do you have to say it like that? You're just getting your nouns and everything all over the shop in that statement. That's what's the most annoying thing about that is. I mean, on that topic, I I hate the term metalhead. Well, can you tell me how I can be a better rock music ally, please? <laughs> how do I become a better ally for you, Dan? You stop taking the piss all the time. That would be good. What are the nouns that I'm getting wrong? So you're saying rock music is a minority, But rock music is not a group of people. That's what. So there's an issue with the phrasing of that. It's incredibly annoying. Okay. So what you want to say is like fans of rock music are a minority. Yeah, that would be grammatically correct. But they're not technically
0: a minority, are they? Because aren't there like millions of them? But there's millions of gay people. Right.
1: Yeah. No. Of course. Sorry. Fine. So they are a minority then. We've done the thing to say. Not in the grand scheme of things. Not in not on the same scale as gay people. But firstly, they're not exclusive. There's lots of there's lots of you know people who are both what do you mean there's lots of gay people who listen to wrong music
0: yeah no I, I'm aware of that from this podcast It taught me a lot yeah.
1: not all gays love Britney and Madonna within the context of the music industry there isn't a worse treated minority and I'm not getting oh, into I this again I don't want to
0: laugh at you either because I know that but I know that it's a real thing I know I put, I, it's a real thing
1: for you I've said it so many times that I've I've made my case for this <laughs> in, in previous episodes I'm not getting into it again so is it metalhead or is it so that term I hate right and plenty of people would identify as a metalhead i don't like it because i don't like the typical quote-unquote metalhead who wears like a leather jacket and um, has patches everywhere and and hasn't listened to anything since the 80s and thinks that all modern metal is shit those (laughs) kind of people are ruining metal by just going oh what, what are you then I'm just, I'm just a person. I'm just, I just have a... God. No, but as we've just been talking about, don't you need to be visible so that people no, treat I, you less unfairly? What are you? Are you a visible. metal fan? Yeah, I'm a, so I'm, I'm a fan of rock. What's your pronoun here? I'm a music fan, Okay, firstly. Yeah. And I probably have a, a bias of 70-30. No, <laughs> actually, that's probably not. I love
0: that you're it, on the spectrum
1: of a, whatever yeah, it you're about a, to say. It's a sliding scale, so... Of what? Previously, it's been like... 90 you know 9010 probably right 9010 what so 90 rock and metal and punk and 10 other stuff so pop okay and hip hop and wow okay and now you've now i, you've I don't know it 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 a bit. it's kind of difficult to say i'm probably probably i'm, I'm you're 60, like 60 curious now 65 35 probably so 60, okay 65
0: so you're kind of like um Michael Stipe <laughs>
1: you're, you're kind of bisexual about music i'm thinking about better, a better term because rock still gets treated so badly people do have to f- f- fight the fight <laughs> it's not funny no for, I, I don't for think it's the, funny for I, the rock <laughs> bands that get get trampled on and they never they never get played on the radio they never get god This is so interesting, and
0: you've no idea why, but I'm going to come back around to you. Carry on. Why? Because you're basically having the exact same argument I I just had, but about rock music, and it's really thrilling to me. me. It's like we planned this episode like this, and we totally didn't, but like, you've taken this in such an odd direction. (laughs) It's like the same thing, but not, and it's so subversive and odd. I feel like I'm in a parallel universe (laughs) listening to someone from another planet talking about minority situations. You could be talking about gay people
1: or trans people right now. Yeah, I know, but I don't like to make that.
0: No, I'm making it. You, you can make that and that's cool, but no, I don't want to make that because no people- no, no no, I don't mean because of rock music. I mean if you took out you talk- if you took out you talking about rock music and switched in trans, then it would feel like. A very normal conversation. Obviously you're just talking about rock music, so it's kind of funny. But what's weird is how similar the things you say are yeah. to the conversation we've just been having.
1: Yeah. Right. There's a lot of inverted hatred. Oh my god, you're kidding me. In the metal community. Oh, Nobody though. Are you taking the piss? No, because you're there telling is.
0: me there's inverted metal phobia yeah. in the rock music yeah, community. Well, totally. In totally. A similar lane. Totally. To inverted homophobia.
1: Well, I'm not saying I don't want to I don't want to make that comparison. What are you if, saying? You, if you want to make that comparison, go no, ahead. Not make it. Give me an example. I'm going to get... Give me an example. So, older rock fans who have grown up with, like, Iron Maid and the Motorhead are very disparaging about younger rock bands. <laughs> right. Such as, like, bands that you may or may not have heard of, like, Bring Me the Horizon, Enter Shikari, Slipknot to an extent... Like, right so they will hate on those yeah bands. Just, this is old i don't know if that's inverted rock phobia well it is because it's it, it it's damaging the the community and the music as a whole because what happens is these these people are sort of forming a barrier to younger bands coming through And there's a lot of like it was so much better in my day where's the next led zeppelin coming from blah 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 where right. all those bands are there they just sound different because
0: Which is which does have weirdly parallels to gay people saying it was so much better when we didn't have gay marriage. Really? Is that a thing that <laughs> yeah, people have heard people say that. Why? Because one guy who is in a three way relationship with my friend, I've mentioned this before, uh, that actually listens to this podcast now, he said he was in a three way relationship because he felt special. Because because of things like gay marriage, he now doesn't feel special anymore. And he right. wants to feel special because of like needing that from growing up as gay and being different, and now because gay is not so different. And I do relate to that, actually. There's a lot going on with me right now that I feel like I'm also doing that. I don't know. I can get into that some other point. But I suppose the point here is that... Are we all just like... Why are you laughing? Are we all just like a complete mess as a human race? I guess that's what we're, we're saying here, isn't it? Like, it doesn't matter... (laughs) where you are in your life like there's going to be problems that are similar look dan i'm very happy for you to enjoy rock music in your own time but just can you just stop shoving it in my face please because i I don't need to see that that disgusts me (laughs) i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) but it does i think it's really unnatural because liking rock music is a minority too. If you want more, subscribe at gaynongay.com or on iTunes or, you know, whoever your favourite podcast supplier is. Kisses.